Goff's three minute. Your story. Cause knowledge is On the tombstone of David Rice Atchison is written this phrase, President of the United States for one day. While most of us have never heard of President Atchison, we've probably all said something to the effect of, if I were president for a day, I would. Well, Atchison can actually answer that, and his answer would be an underwhelming, not much of anything. So as the country heads to the polls, in the coming weeks to decide who will be our leader for the next four years, I thought the timing was right to dive into our only 24-hour president. Prior to the ratification of the 20th Amendment that stated a president's term ends at noon on January 20th and the new president be sworn in on that day, Inauguration Day fell on March 4th. And in 1849, March 4th fell on a Sunday. President James K. Polk was finishing up his term as president and Zachary Taylor was to be sworn in as our next President of the United States. And herein lies the quandary. Taylor was a very religious man and refused to take the oath of office on a Sunday. As President Polk's tenure ended at noon that day, we would be without a president for 24 hours until Taylor took the oath on noon Monday, March 5th. Now, there is some debate on the necessity of this. Some scholars argue that the president does not need to be sworn in to become president at noon, that it is a formality. Others claim until the new president takes oath, his predecessor is still in power. Still others say he automatically becomes president at noon when the other president terms end. There's also an argument that the new president need not be sworn in to be president, only to begin enacting his duties. So if he doesn't do anything presidential, he's still president until he gets sworn in. Regardless of all the bureaucratic arguments out there, what we have is the fact that on March 4th, 1849, we felt we needed someone to bridge the gap, if only for 24 hours. Now based on a 1792 law, the president pro temp was second in line of succession to the president behind the vice president. Atchison, who was a pro-slavery Democrat from Missouri, had been elected as president pro temp just days earlier, which put him in the position to fill in. In another plot twist, Atchison had yet to be sworn in as president pro temp. The rescheduled inauguration day would be on Monday. So technically, his term ended on March 4th at noon, along with President Polk's. So he wasn't even a senator for 24 hours and yet became president. So if the argument is that you are not in office until you are sworn in, then Atchison was only president for a short period on Monday prior to President Taylor taking the oath a few minutes later. I know it's crazy. To go even farther in this madness, if you follow this reasoning, and since the vice president takes the oath prior to the president taking his, on every inauguration day every four years, the vice president is president of the United States for a handful of minutes until the president is sworn in. Atchison did not end his political career after that day, however. He went on to be elected president pro temp 13 times. And a few years after his presidency, he helped shape the Kansas-Nebraska Act in 1854. Later, as friction over slavery began boiling over, he led the Missouri border ruffians on raids into Kansas and fought for the Confederacy when the Civil War broke out. In the end... Whether Atchison was actually president for that 24 hours or not, his hometown was going to make sure he was given that honor. The town of Plattsburgh, Missouri, the seat of Clinton County, 
and in front of the courthouse was erected a statue of Atchison with the plaque reading, President of the United States for one day. And a few miles away in the Green Lawn Cemetery, his grave marker says the same. So whether it's for one day or four years, the President of the United States is one of the most prestigious and ambitious positions in the world. So do your civic duty, do a little research, go with the candidate that you think will make America safer, better, just overall more awesome, and get out there and vote. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in Wild Wonderful, Wart County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>